Welcome to a somewhat special edition here of the Blokebusters podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Paul. Uh, we're tentatively calling this Film for Thought. These are going to be a little shorter running times, uh, kind of various topics, you know, just whatever kind of strikes our minds, whatever we feel like talking about for just a little bit. Yeah. And uh, so just with that in mind, get this going. Uh, this particular one, uh, the topic is... Films that you really, really loved in your childhood, and despite the nostalgia factor, not weighing yeah. that in, have not held up to, <laughs> to today's standards or your standards, things along those lines. So, so not like, you know, Goonies for me would be an example of a film that holds up for me because of the nostalgia. Right. The, um, the ones that th- you This realize... cannot even be saved by nostalgia. Yeah. Well, the ones <laughs> or... you realize upon second viewing... When you're older, it's like, what was I thinking? <laughs> Why did... Yes. All right. So, without further ado, Paul, let's get going with your first one. All right. I think I'll do the uh, the less shocker one <laughs> first. Uh, Godzilla. The 1998... The 1933? Oh. <laughs> the black and white does not hold up. Fair enough. I, I, I think that holds up better yeah, than this. Probably. Uh, yes. The, uh, that's a lot of fish. One. Mm, yes. Yeah. Th- this film, when I first saw it... It was great, like, you know, a uh, giant monster, you know, it was, what, five years after Jurassic Park came out, it was kind mm. of like another dinosaur film. <laughs> this is even something, like, when the Godzilla film came out, was it last year or the year before? Uh, that we yeah, did? 2013, I believe, I think yeah. The people that made that came out on the record saying that the previous Godzilla was not Godzilla. It was a Zilla. Because it, it couldn't even be classified as Godzilla. No, not a god. It was I, a demigodzilla. <laughs> it was the Hercules of, yes. of that time. Uh, it does not hold up. I mean, I, it, it didn't I, even really hold I've up I've never the seen time. the film, so <laughs> I can't speak yeah, to it. It didn't really hold up at the time anyway. There were so many people that were making fun of it. But it, I think I was just at that right time in my life. It was enjoyable enough mm-hmm. and it was fun to and see. And I, I think this is, film is probably... Sorry, go ahead. No, no, Perfect. Go ahead. I, I'll just say, it was fun to see that I wasn't that knowledgeable about Godzilla. And mm-hmm. it was just, oh, this is kind of big, big monster destroying the city type mm-hmm. thing. But And then upon re-watching it when I was older, it was like, wow, this is... There's nothing here. It's paper thin. <laughs> hey, and, and I think uh, what I was uh, alluding to is that you could be granted a pardon on this one because I think this film was a perfect representation of our age difference in that <laughs> this film hit when I was a little more wiser through my adolescence. Yeah, I was and 11. Exactly, which, you know, you eat up anything you can get when you're 11, yeah. cinema-wise. And I would be about 16 or so, I was like, Ugh, I can avoid that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, it, this is a thing, like, I was considering putting Inspector Gadget on the film, another Matthew Broderick, but then mm-hmm. thinking about it, I, was like, I didn't even really like it that much when I saw it the first time, so... Uh, it's still awful. So, yeah, I, <laughs> and and poor uh, Jean Reno, who is an amazing yeah. French actor. He, he's good in it. Yeah. He is actually good. In it. He <laughs> he's good in well. everything. Yeah, uh, Leon's. It's called Leon, by the way. Not professional is like one of the greatest movies. So yeah, poor him. Um, yeah, but I mean, yeah, this is one of those things that if you never saw it growing up. Don't, don't bother. bother. <laughs> really don't. It, it's more of a waste of time than anything else at this point. Uh, would you recommend the most recent Godzilla over it? 
Because I think that's... E- yes. Yeah. <laughs> Barely. But Two hours 19 for this. Holy yeah. shite. But that doesn't necessarily mean that I would recommend... Is there more Godzilla in 98 Godzilla than... 2013 Godzilla or yes. 14, whatever? Okay. Yes. I, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it has that there is more it. monster. More monster, yes. <laughs> more is, Zilla. Yes. Okay, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> All right, so I guess avoid that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, please do. <laughs> uh, my first is uh, a little film uh, from 1987 called The Monster Squad. Are you familiar with this, Paul? Uh, I've heard of it, but I have not watched okay. it. Okay. Um, Reading from a popular website, a young group of monster fanatics attempts to save their hometown from Count Dracula and his army of monsters. Oh, the wackiness ensues. <laughs> uh, so it's like all of the the Universal monster movie guys. Yeah. You know, like Swamp Thing and Wolfman yeah. and Frankenstein, even though it's Frankenstein's monster, not Frankenstein. But, you know. Uh, <laughs> not that we're bitter about that. <laughs> yes. No, no, no. But Tom Noonan is absolutely amazing. I'll show Paul a picture of Paul Tom Noonan. You know who Tom Noonan is. Okay, yeah. Yes, yes. Amazing character actor. Look him up. He's awesome. Um, wow. I can't believe I ever liked this movie. <laughs> uh, I'm really going to make a friend mad because this is like one of his, this is his goonies uh, where, you know, like where he cannot separate that nostalgia out. Um, so Lost it is, Boys, it ain't. Is what you're no, saying. No. <laughs> this is just an utter dog pile of just horrible acting. Plot thinner than tissue paper. Um... <laughs> Just all around. I mean, even for '87, horrible effects. Right. <laughs> like, oh, it, it's it's so unbelievably bad. Um, uh, Tom Noonan's the only redeemable, I think, part. And there's like scary German guy. People will know who I'm talking about uh, when I say that. Um, it's kind of fun. Um, but man, I I can't think who this would appeal to other than like eight and nine year olds. Right. Uh, it, it's just I. I I don't know what else to say. It's I bought like the Blu-ray box set. This is how I discovered this, like three or four, whenever they had their anniversary, and I got like twenty minutes in. I'm like, whoo, uh, checking the runtime. <laughs> Maybe I should skip to the special feature. You, you mean that thing that you're watching and you're like, oh, it must be an hour in twenty minutes. What? what? This is just past the first reel. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, there's just nothing I can take from this movie anymore. Uh, yeah, that's that's really all I have to say about the Monster Squad. And, and once again, if you didn't love it as a child, no point revisiting it or visiting it now. Right. Uh, or revisiting it, for that matter. Keep the love of it. If you saw it once and you love it, keep it there. Keep it there in your heart. Don't recheck it, because the uh, thin veneer of that will be shattered. <laughs> all right. Okay. What else do you have? All right, my second one is one that I'll be honest even though it's I know it's a terrible film I would still rewatch it anyway oh my lord it is Wild Wild West and I will let you say your piece yes, okay. <laughs> I will try to bite the inside of my truth alright okay <laughs> go now so go. obviously for those of you that don't know this is Will Smith and Kevin Klein. Will Smith being a fast fast talking like Sheriff back in a time where black people were slaves mm. and yeah, they're fighting against this guy who is trying to basically take over the presidency or something. I, I don't even remember. And he does he's a steampunk guy at one point. 
he has a giant metal spider that walks all over the country and yeah it's ridiculousness and I can't necessarily fault the acting so I'm going to fault the writing <laughs> it's, it's just bad I think you can fault the acting <laughs> well, I, it's Will Smith being Will Smith so it's one of the I think it's when he was like really starting to go down serious stuff uh, this is just him being oh I'm wacky I'm over the top and then you got Kevin yeah. Klein who is kind of the straight man and he's not bad but he's not exactly great and rest, mm. the rest of the people are just forgettable Salma Hayek is in it specifically because she wears some underwear at some point um, like and, and then there's like something about like a mechanized spider or yes, something yeah giant mechanized spider yeah. which um, if you are see the whole tone if you are me. at all interested watch uh, online I'm sure it's on YouTube and anywhere Kevin Smith talking about when he was originally going to write the Superman film. He met with a director who said, okay, we don't want him to fly. I don't want him Mm -hmm. to wear the cape. And in the third act, he has to fight a giant spider. And then that director got fired from that film and went on to make a little film known as Wild Wild West. Yes. Go take those crazy ideas somewhere else than that he did. Yeah. So it's one of those films that when I watched it when I was younger, I was like, Hey, this is great. Again, I was, what, 11, 12, it was giant metal spider in the West, <laughs> crazy things going on, like, whatever, I was fine with it. And then visiting it when I was older, I was like, okay, the nostalgia is there, but this film is shit. <laughs> <laughs> there is no saving grace for the film, but mm-hmm. even so, I'm still fine with it. But I will say, anyone that has never watched it, don't again like yeah i to be fair or somewhat fair i've not seen the entire film okay but i think i may not be alone in there (laughs) yeah (laughs) with people that have seen parts at what point did you not catch anymore no like i just cut in and out of it like it was on tv and like (laughs) it was that and then something else on you know switch back in between commercials and yeah then at some point i just stopped switching back (laughs) no understandable and there was i didn't understand what the filmmaker was going for with the tone was so all <laughs> over the place and yeah and i'm like are you doing steampunk are you doing like western it was just this weird well, mashup that made no sense all right well uh here's an example then like they, they kind of uh tiptoeing around like saying like oh we, we're using science but these people are a bit more advanced than they were at the time mm-hmm. and so they have a guy's head uh, in a box and then put put it on something and of course that entire scene just has Will Smith repeating the words that is a man's head I think four times it, to, to various degrees of for elongation for didn't know that was a man's head <laughs> yes exactly okay. and so they shine a light through the back of his head which has out of his eyes the very last image he saw which if you saw the beginning of the film was not the very last image he saw. The very last image he saw would have been some trees. But no, this is the very last image he saw after his head came off and then someone came along and pulled out the giant metal thing that cut his head off. That was the image you saw. <laughs> and that is about how accurate they try and be with science in this film. So, <laughs> um, just We didn't do this on the other ones, but I'm just a little interested in... Um, what 
giving our current rating system, how would you rate this film now? Okay. Now. Um, so, removing all nostalgia. <laughs> removing all nostalgia. Uh, let's go with a minus eight. I minus think. eight. <laughs> minus eight. <laughs> so, what is the like? What is the one scene or one moment that you would still think you kind of like or not? Not necessarily about? scenes. I I can't or aspect maybe. I can't fault Will Smith. I mean, he is just okay. being that person you can't ask Will Smith to do anything else for that film no I I think that the over the top aspect of the villain it is kind of a saving grace like if he'd have been like totally straight it would have been even worse like he just wouldn't Mm -hmm. have played off but they they did the villain alright even though he was a clearly over the top actor and there are some moments between the characters where it's like okay that's kind of funny okay that works but yeah, everything else just... No, that? I don't even remember. What was the music? Did they try to do the modern music thing in that? Or was... Mm, I don't recall. They, I think they had... They never had a point in the film where they were like, this is modern music. Mm-hmm. But I think that you know, uh, definitely during the credits, they obviously had Will Smith do his song, Wild Wild West, because he wrote for the film. And I think they had a couple of... you know tracks in the background that mm-hmm. the characters aren't hearing that were maybe a bit modern but uh, yeah. no they they were relatively okay it seems that movie was made for the five dollar dvd bin yeah, <laughs> yeah. or the 2.99 dvd <laughs> bin maybe <laughs> yeah yeah the one right at the checkout the grocery store right there <laughs> right you can't pass up it's two dollars yeah, yeah go ahead <laughs> go ahead and set that on your coffee table and throw it away three yeah. weeks later i i will say two dollars that's fine. If You'd you said two dollars, I would get <laughs> that's that. That's worth. You have that amount of space in your house to uh, let that disc take up that room. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. A- any more than that? No. Yeah, yeah, I think I'd pass up. Yeah, I'd go for Knight's Tale maybe yeah. if we're going for muddled historical. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, things <laughs> with the yeah with um, the Joker and the Vision. There we go. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Hey, all right, yeah. <laughs> all right, what's your last one then, sir? So. <laughs> oh, wow. I might make a few enemies with this one. I don't know. I, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Okay. The Kevin Costner vehicle. I loved, I mean loved this movie <laughs> for years. It came out in 91. Uh, so just to offer me the same pardon I offered Paul, yeah. that puts me at 9 to 10 years old. No, I, I was... I guess I was four when this came out, which might explain why I haven't seen it. <laughs> little, yeah, a little over your head for four. Yeah. Um, but also, probably, I don't think I probably saw it till I was maybe twelve or so. But still, no, no, still yeah. young, impressionable mind. Still, lots of amazing things happening. Yeah. Sword uh, fighting, I would imagine. Yeah. Uh, and it has an incredible cast uh, for early 90s. I mean, Kevin Costner, Morgan Freeman, Mar- Mary Elizabeth Master Antonio, who was killing it mm-hmm. in the late 80s and 90s. Alan Rickman? Uh, yes. Christian Ray, Slater, which oh. was, who was obviously like the Jack Nicholson of the 90s, yeah. you know? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, solid cast. <laughs> yeah, absolutely solid cast. And rewatching it is so painful <laughs> there are still some scenes that work but it is just such i mean it is so aware that it's early, an early 90s film <laughs> with the brian adams soundtrack oh, oh, no. oh, <laughs> one, you know that and 
And the, the big shot, I don't, you should probably know this from like maybe even seeing trailers or something. They they had this like eight foot long arrow. That's how they did this like practical shot uh, yeah. of like this the camera on yeah. there and then like hitting and splitting the other arrow. You know, that was like their big thing, a big cinematic moment. And um, I mean, we'll say uh, Men in Tights holds up way better. <laughs> I was I was gonna say it sounds like Men in Tights is your preferred. Yeah, I mean because Men in Tights spoofs a, like a, all of the Robin Hood films up to that point, but right. they mainly focus on this one um, with the uh, you know the Morgan Freeman playing this um, Muslim character. You know he's a, a chew in the, you know <laughs> that's you know his, I see. But, but it's I don't know. Um, you just have. What if you rewatch this film, but every single time they say any names, you implant the one from Robin Hood Men in Tights. That might make it slightly more enjoyable. But I mean, you alluded to this when we were talking about this. The accents are atrocious. <laughs> um, I mean, anyone who's seen Kevin Co- a Cosmic film knows that he does not do accents. <laughs> well, well, Eddie Izzard did a fantastic parody of it where he's saying like, there's a, the Nottingham twang like, where is the maid Marion? I am the sheriff of Nottingham. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they kind of come up with their own thing. And um, I don't know, like just the relationship with Kevin Costner and Morgan Freeman. I mean, I was all about it when like, yeah, he, the, you know, the movie starts out and they're held in this dungeon and you know he frees Morgan Freeman and they go off on this amazing adventure and you know then you have the whole Robin Hood classical story with uh, you know the maid Marion and trying to win her affections and I just remember like his his dad dies in like the beginning and it's like such a horrifying scene now and now it's just like so stupid. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and he's dead. Doesn't Next play. <laughs> like I was so emotionally invested. <laughs> I just I, I don't know why I loved this movie. I just can't figure it out. <laughs> I uh, I don't know. I guess I just got to give myself a little bit of a pass. But I mean, it had Alan freaking Rickman in it. And, uh, uh, was he drunk? Well, he just talks like this. <laughs> I know, that, that is what I mean. Right? Yes, yes. You can't, you never know. Yeah. I think that's actually a ploy by Alan Rickman done perfectly. Mm-hmm. That he sounds drunk so he can get away with drinking on set. Mm-hmm. And so it gets towards the end. It's like, you know, he seems drunk, but that's just, that's how he is. So that's <laughs> Oh, yeah. And it has Connery in it. You know, as he's the king. He shows up at the end as the you know ah. king who's been away. Yes, yes. Um, the Patrick Stewart too. Yes. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the two king, amazing actors doing those. The, yeah. the king is uh, a bit of a annoying character. I would think everyone like all of this happens just because he goes on holiday. Like he's just gone for a bit. Oh, he's yeah, back. The, yeah. So never take a vacation again because you see what shit goes down in Sherwood <laughs> Forest and yeah. I mean, it was everything's just tied up so neatly in this movie, and just oh my god, the soundtrack is so 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 overwhelmingly cheese ball. Uh, yeah. It's right. So quick rating then. Quick rating on it, I would say minus seven. Yeah. So just just a, a bit better than Wild Wild West then. <laughs> just a bit, yeah. I, I it it stands alone. It, in its time. It's a time capsule right. for 1991. <laughs> yeah, okay. It, 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 watch it with that in mind and you might like it. 
Um, but seriously, if you love this movie, go watch it again, and then I will take all of your tweets that how right I am. <laughs> well, on, on that note, then, yeah. Do tweet us, message us, whatever. Let us know, A, what you think of mm-hmm. our thoughts on this, and B, what are your films that, upon revision, mm-hmm. you realize just don't hold up? Because it, this is always fun to hear people going back and being like, wow, what was I thinking? <laughs> so please do let yes. us know. Uh, I would dare say the uh, Russell Crowe Robin Hood was... I, and, and not even seen most of that film. Hmm. Uh, I, I, my thing, I'd think that's better. <laughs> for, this, for, this, for me, and this is just um, probably because of how old I was when I watched and all that, the Disney animated one where they are all animals instead. Like that, oh, yeah, that is good. my Robin Hood for me. Like mm-hmm. I, that's how I learned the story, <laughs> and I don't feel like I need to see any more. No. Like short of parody, as in men and tights. That is my go-to now. Yes, <laughs> yep, they got they got it right. <laughs> well done, Mel. Yes. As always, uh, yeah, that's all I have to say about stupid old Robin Hood. <laughs> All right, well, uh, we hope you enjoyed this little thing. We do hope to try and get these recorded every time we record a main one so we have something extra to get out to you guys. If yeah. you have any ideas for Show what suggestions you want for this part, one yes. to be, then yeah, mm-hmm. do let us know. We'll do anything, yeah. A certain actor or director, a yeah. genre. Obviously, um, within reason, if you mention mm-hmm. someone and we both go, who? We might not be doing that <laughs> one. <laughs> yes, but we'll try to keep these short. Um, a little more for the people that have shorter commutes to work and whatnot. Yeah, it, yeah. Each one will probably end up being twenty to twenty-five minutes, I think. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So, I hope you enjoyed this first episode of Film for Thought. Yes, and in case you didn't know, I've been Paul, and I'm still Brian. All right. <laughs> Bye. Bye.